(laughs) Don't even even ask me how many times I saw Fight Club. (laughs) Man, I I was I I was hoping for at least one Limp Biscuit reference, but uh, you know, wish uh, you granted my wish. Oh, there's more. There's more where that came from. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first Free Ballers podcast episode of the new basketball season. The 75th I am basketball season. The 75th season ah. of the National Basketball Association. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alex here with John as always. What up, player? How you doing, player? Chilling, chilling, good. Yeah, good. yeah. Everything's good, good here. You know what I'm saying? The Miami Heat only undefeated preseason team. The, uh, the we're going 82 and 0. We're winning it all. 16 and 0 in the playoffs, straight uh, to the ring. So it uh, possibly be what happens. I've already called 82 and 0 for Boston. There's no way two teams go 82 and 0 in a season, especially the same season. It's ridiculous. It's unlivable. <laughs> So that was the episode, y'all. We'll catch y'all next time. <laughs> um, but yeah, super excited for the the season, man. We're like about a week away. Uh, we've gotten some preseason games in and stuff. Um, you've been watching some some Celtics preseason games? The only preseason games I watch. Uh, I mean, especially when they say there's going to be like six guys out. And uh, they got to put in like Danny Ainge's draft picks. Um, that's a that's a highlight. That's a highlight of mine for for the preseason. Yeah, it's fun. I, I like that about the preseason. Like you get to watch uh, it, some of those end of the bench guys slash uh, G League guys who might not even make the the final roster um, get in there and like they're all vying for minutes and stuff. I wish the announcers would talk about that more because that's the real drama of the preseason game, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I've never noticed it in like previous preseasons before, but I like when I see Jason Tatum in there too much, I'm like, all right, we can, uh, we can take him out now. I think he's, think we've seen enough of him. Like, yeah. let's, just, let's just save him a little bit, but like they're playing like, way too many minutes like of guys that are like super valuable like now nah, you can pull him pull brown pull smart now like we get it they got a little time in like i, I get what you're trying to do but uh yeah just uh just pull them yeah i agree you don't want to see a guy get hurt in the in the preseason but um you know it could also be a factor of a uh, new coach you know over there in boston trying to trying to sure. figure out um exactly how he wants to use his guys and uh it's like you just gave him the keys to the car and he's like all right i want to i want to take this thing for a test spin that makes a lot of sense actually yeah I mean Brad Stevens never told him about like uh it needs like new carburetor or some shit <laughs> <laughs> That is a that is that is a big problem when you buy uh, when you're buying a used car like that. Like uh, you didn't get the car the the Carfax on on the Celtics first. Yeah, uh, and now with Brad being GM and everything, like or president, I don't know what his title mm-hmm. is officially, but uh, now dude can go to him and be like, "Yo, you got to fix this. You got to fix. You got to do something about this." Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I wonder though if they're just to go back to like the games and like how many minutes these guys play. If there's like an unspoken sort of like you know when you watch like the All Star game, like you know the refs kind of don't call travel here and there type of thing. It's like an unspoken thing. The game doesn't doesn't really matter. 
so like when the more game, casual vibe. Uh, yeah. Like, so yeah. like when the game doesn't matter, like do you think some of these guys are out there like holding back a little bit, like how aggressive they would be? I think certain guys, maybe. It, I think it yeah. depends on the guy, you know, like um, like I've been watching um Marquise Morris, uh his first year on the Heat. And uh you can kind of see, at least from my eye test, it it doesn't look like he's trying all the way. <laughs> like um and he's an older veteran player, so I could see other players like him uh, doing kind of the same. But uh, there was a little moment in, in one of the more recent games where he did go off briefly and it was like, OK, good. It was a relief because up until that point, he looked terrible. Um, but I was hoping that he was kind of just uh, keeping some in the tank because it's preseason. Like he's got to try to be healthy, you know, until yeah. the playoffs and through the playoffs. So. Yeah, um, you notice you didn't see too much of uh, of uh, Iggy on the court if you were watching like you know the Warriors, uh, yeah. watching the Warriors. Yeah, so um, yeah, he's just he just they're old men, you know. So yeah. let's uh, let's just let's let rest them up for like later in the year. Yeah, the older guys, but then you got um like somebody like Tyler Hero on Miami, where where Spolstra's playing him some pretty heavy minutes because he it's like he's young he he can do it and he needs the development and stuff and uh there was a game like uh I, I think it was against the spurs maybe i can't remember i think it was the spurs where it was like the fourth quarter and he scored i think like nine in a row and he was like talking all kinds of shit and um it was like uh a few minutes later, Spo goes to like pull him out and he was like visibly upset. Like he wanted to keep playing and it was just like, dude, no, like sit down. <laughs> like this doesn't matter at all. Um, and so I feel like there's plenty of guys like that, that, uh, they just love basketball. So it's like preseason or not, they might go out there with the intentions of like, all right, man, I'm going to take it easy. You know, it's preseason. But once they're out there, um, you know, they got they got pride in competitiveness. Yeah, on a side note, uh, this is kind of Tyler Harrow's like chance to break out like this is what third year in officially. Yeah, yeah. So third. this is his year to like uh, to like really show off if he's got it. Yeah, it's uh, I will say conditions are perfect for him to do so. I mean, he had his longest off season, you know, to prepare that he's ever had so far. And um, the way the team is built this season, uh, the, the Miami Heat team, um, he has a little bit less responsibility to like facilitate and uh, he's in a perfect role to like just get buckets like that's all he has to do for the most part is just score and uh, he that's exactly what his biggest strength is and so um, yeah I, th I think uh, it's in the cards for him to to have a breakout season uh, low key he also has um, he's a new father He's a father this season, so we'll see if any of the Fred Van Vliet uh, fatherhood, you know, good energy, uh, <laughs> if that if that can come through, you know what I mean. Uh, we we shall see. Um, he was he was on a tear in the first few preseason games, but I mean, it's preseason. Um, I'm not going to put too much stock into that, and I know the kid is good at basketball, so I mean, I expect you to go out there. You're playing against. Um, so, well, that's not true. A lot of the opposing teams were playing their starters, but still like uh, I, I want to see him do it in the in the regular season. And I think he, the conditions are just right for him to 
to have a little breakout year. Yeah, it's a uh, third year is um is when that's kind of supposed to happen. Like, you know, if you did if you overachieved like your first year and then in your second year you were kind of like average and you didn't meet like the expectations that people had, like third year, like you can like now it's time to like show out, I guess. If he's yeah. gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah. I also think he has sure um, a lot. He has a little uh his his fame is at a level that is beyond what his basketball like acumen is and stuff. And for whatever reason. And um, I think, you know, there, there's a discrepancy there that both the fans as well as him would like to rectify, you know what I mean? Like, uh, sure. He, he dropped 37 in the Eastern conference finals, blah, blah. But that, but at the same time, like, uh, you know, the, the kid last year had his own cereal. He had his own fucking Chipotle bowl or some what? shit. Yeah. He had uh, he, a fucking uh, a top song with that. The title of the song was literally just his name. Um, it's so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Like LeBron doesn't even uh, flex that hard. Um, so I think. Yeah. He wants, he caught a lot of shit for that last season and kind of became uh, a, a hateable guy because, because he went back to like, he didn't have a 37 point Eastern conference final game, you know, like he had a real, a good season for a kid his age. Um, but it, but when you have all that other shit happening outside the court, it puts a lot of pressure and expectations and uh, people were viewing him that way. But I think this is a great opportunity for him to like bring his on the court status up to meet, to, to meet his, uh, you know, off the court fame. He's showing up in like South beach car dealership commercials and stuff like that. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. He's or like, like uh, tell me a Honda or something. Yeah. It's, it's nuts, but um, you know, maybe that's another thing too. Some people pointed at that stuff to try to question like his maturity, I guess, and professionalism and, and try to be like, you know, why are you out there? putting out a cereal when you should be working on your game, you know? But I think the reality is he, he's, he's in the gym a lot. Like he, he's, he loves to play. I mean, I saw, I saw that in these games I've been watching and um, you know, so I think he's got a little chip on his shoulder for, for some of that shit that he was catching uh, last season. So we'll see. It's a, the, the stage is set. It's, it's perfect for him to, to have a little breakout. What kind of cereal are we talking here? Tyler it's like Harris a cereal. I think it's it's called like Heroes, and it's like a you know it looks like a bootleg uh, right, like Fruit Loops. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I'm not even sure if you can still get them. It was like I think it might have been like a limited time thing. Are they like uh, are they like a, like a health healthy? Do they promote themselves as like a healthy cereal for like athletes, or is it just like straight up like sweet sugary? You know. It seems kind of like a straight up sweet sugary cereal. Okay. But I have not tried them. Yeah, I guess you can't get them where you are. Yeah, no, you can you can get them online. Um it's apparently for uh the Tyler Hero Foundation, so I'm sure oh. it's like uh you know, it's like him doing charitable things. But um Damn, he's kind of 
I was kind of shitting on his cereal a little bit. And then I just realized, yeah, it's probably going to be for like a charity or something like that. Yeah. I was shitting on the cereal a little bit too, but, but I will eat the cereal if it was in front of me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the Tyler heroes, but it looks like, um, you know, it's not something that's just him. Uh, there's some other people who, who participated in other sports as well. Um, there's a football player here. I don't know who he is, so I'm just going to leave that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually everyone else is football players. Everyone, a bunch yeah. of football players and Tyler hero, um, all participated in this serial, uh, charitable, uh, effort here. But this is, that's old news, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, you're his age and you got a cereal and shit. Uh, yeah. people are, people are going to be like, what the, what's going on, man? Like, uh, slow your roll. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, speaking of, uh, roll slowing, uh, Ben Simmons kind of slowed his roll a little bit and is now back in Philly. Uh, that whole drama has been uh, like all, all my children level uh, this whole <laughs> off season. Um, yeah, there's it, it's uh, it's it's definitely hit like peak soap opera, especially recently uh, since he just randomly showed up to like the practice facility after saying he's like would never wanted to be a sixer again. Yeah, that's like when someone comes back from the dead on on a soap opera, you know, <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, Joel um, Embiid has like amnesia. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, crazy though. Some of the stories were nuts, like, uh, just like Ben Simmons's house is completely empty and it's on the yeah. market, uh, like, he's he has left the city. Um, well, he's back because I guess it turns out that if he wants to actually leave, uh, he's not helping by by basically tanking their leverage by not playing you know uh right. if i'm if i'm a team interested in acquiring him and they ask me to like up my offer a little bit i'm gonna be like oh, nah i'm good <laughs> like uh, <laughs> y'all gotta y'all gotta rectify this somehow so you know so him coming back is uh gonna be hella awkward and it but it will help make this uh end faster yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they're still going to trade him. But if he has to, like, play some games in front of the home crowd, that's going to oh, get weird. Man. Yeah, it's I was gonna just going to so say, could, could you imagine that atmosphere? Like, oh, man, it's not going to help. Uh, I don't see the Philly fans uh, helping out the, the situation. Yeah, like, you can't pull that stuff if you're on a team that's on the East Coast, like, especially up there with like their bitter winters and stuff like those humans, the humans that live up there, they're just, they're just the, like, once you like betray them, uh, they're like cavemen. Like he's going to get stuff <laughs> thrown at him in Philly, like in Philly, the, the, the city where he was playing, like he's not even like an opposing teammate just yet. But when he, he, when he steps on the court, like even for their first home game, like, man, he's going to get booed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's either going to go exactly how we expect and um, it's going to be hella awkward and very soon afterwards he will be traded. Or could you imagine uh, if he 
ends up staying the entire season and then they like have a have a crazy run and like win the championship or something Uh, then that would then it's all set up for like a rom-com you know where like (laughs) where we are right now where it's just like these two will never get together and then like but you know it's gonna happen though you know like uh, (laughs) um it could it could go that way it's highly unlikely but uh but it could go that way yeah, he's um I mean man that that's a nowadays it, it's so tough to make like I haven't seen this much this much potential hatred of of a city towards one player than the time that LeBron left Cleveland for yeah. Miami. Yeah. Like I haven't uh, seen like the most potential hatred for one city to have towards one player. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. This is a this is a big one. Yeah, that's a good point. I think uh I can't think of any other time really like KD maybe that. when he went to uh Golden State, but uh I feel like even that like he just wasn't as like he just was it, it was it was more surprising cuz they didn't expect him to go to nobody expected him to go to Golden State. So the whole drama behind that was the fact that he joined a 73 and 9 team from the year before. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how many hearts he broke, really. Like, OKC yeah. wasn't, like, um, they didn't, they weren't, like, I don't remember them seeing his his jersey get burned or anything like that. Yeah, but, I will and, say, like, uh, as KD and LeBron have proven, it turns out that if you're just fucking awesome, it really doesn't matter. It really, <laughs> no, it doesn't, it really matter. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, skill and, like, uh, basketball IQ, uh, you can just overlook all that. Basically, yeah, when you but, if you just show up on the court and do what they do, yeah. But Ben Simmons, you know, he's he's got to put that work in it to get get to that point. But we all yeah. know he, he has it in him. But it's like, uh, you know, I is that a factor? I feel like that's a factor in the the vitriol that he's getting from all the Philly people, or he was at least at the end of that playoff series. Uh, I think it's just that he. It, we know that he's talented, but he has been basically the same player since he was a rookie. You know, you know, right. it's not he he has not shown any willingness to grow at all. You know, um, I feel like that right. might be you know a source of frustration for for the fans at least. But I think in spite of that, Philly fans would take him back. Like even if he was just like if he showed if he hadn't been like so. Um, adamant about leaving um, that he could still just show up three pointer could still be just as bad as it was the season before. And Philly fans would still like having him there. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to give yeah. him a lot of shit, but yeah, if they win with him, that will, yeah. that will absolve him of all of these sins, you know, like um, we do forget they were first in the East last season, which they yeah. haven't been for a long time. Like it's, it's yeah. tough to get first in your conference. It doesn't happen. Yeah every year. So it's, he's not, I mean, there's, there are obvious flaws to his game. We all know what they are. Um, but, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's obvious they can overcome it a little bit. Yeah. In pairing him with Embiid, you know, you're basically going for like a defense elite defense thing. Um, because their offense doesn't exactly fit like how you'd want. Like I wouldn't say having Embiid on the team is perfect for like a Ben Simmons, like perfect world offense right. uh, and probably vice versa for Embiid. You know, he, he'd probably want to be surrounded by, by shooters. shooters yeah. um, he wants a bam on a bio situation, but, but yeah, um, 
Yeah. It's super unlikely and probably like the only people talking about it really. But what if he stayed, you know, like, and it's all like, I, I can't quit you. He's like hugging <laughs> doc. They're apologizing. Uh, there's a lot of drama in that possibility. I heard behind the scenes, doc was like yelling at him this whole time that this, all this drama has been happening. Like he would get in his face and say, you have to honor your fucking contract, which by the way, I, I oh, forgot. Yeah. I, I saw that report. Was. That yeah, was to so, his agent. That was to um Clutch. what's his name? Yeah, Clutch Sports. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's um yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's uh which and, and I saw the numbers on his contract and I forgot like how big it was. And like um yeah. I mean at the end of the day, like uh, you know, he's not gonna get paid. Like that's that like it's the same thing with Kyrie. Like he's a hundred Kyrie is a hundred percent not to change subjects quickly, but he's a hundred percent going to get vaccinated right like it's going to happen he's not i i think he's not going to miss out on playing home games for brooklyn so yeah it's yeah so i mean at, at the end of the day i mean they'll i mean i hate to say it but as, as much as they're trying to be rebels like ben simmons will give in in some way shape or form if he has to get traded to yeah. a bad team or if he has to just show up on the court and play in philly and be hated well, uh... i don't think he cares yeah, I mean it's it's happening, you know. He's he's reporting back, so uh, you know there was a lot of smoke there. But when it comes down to it, here he's reporting back. He could be on the court for them like within the next week, and um, all of the all of those factors still remain. So I'm sure they're gonna like try to try to trade him still. Um, but yeah, uh, he he's already he's already kind of went back on his adamant like I'm not gonna be there thing. So he's opening the door to uh, just staying really like is uh, in the in the big picture. Like that wasn't even a possibility. And here he is like returning. So who knows, you know, you imagine being in an office setting with Doc Rivers, like horse ass voice, just screaming at you, like even whether you're on his side or the other side. Yeah, uh, Rich, Rich Ball's like, just go back because I can't hear yeah. this anymore, man. <laughs> man, like you're just you're, you're begging him to like take a sip of a glass of water. He's like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Just fucking, uh, it's so bad. Yeah, according uh, according to John Johnson on Twitter, um, no players have spoken to Ben Simmons, and uh, a quote from Doc Rivers: uh, He assumes he's here to play, but who knows? <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, Jeez. That was on October 13th. So, I mean, uh, by the time you hear this, uh, he may have already played. But uh, as of right now, this minute, it's still quite messy. Yeah, speaking of not, messy. Not an ideal place. Yeah, speaking of messy, um, you you mentioned Kyrie. Like, uh, that whole, whole drama taking place at the same time as this... Uh, you know, we have uh, now we're well into the COVID-19 pandemic and we got the vaccine and we have cities uh, mandating the vaccine for for people to be in certain public spaces and whatnot. And so there's certain cities where if you are an unvaccinated NBA player, you may not even be able to enter the facility what that your team has, right. uh, period because of city ordinances and whatnot. And um, we have Kyrie facing uh, as an unvaccinated player, the possibility of at a maximum only being able to play 
with the Brooklyn Nets on the road in the cities that, that would allow him to play. Um, but the, the management of the, of the Brooklyn Nets recently announced, you know, that they're not interested in having a part-time player, you know, if you're, you're either yeah. all the way or, or no way. And so they are basically treating it as an injury and he is not with the team. Um, as of this moment, uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Can you imagine like you're Kevin Durant, you're in your prime, you get recruited to that team basically by Kyrie. Uh, same with James Harden, basically for the most part, probably got recruited to the team by, by Kyrie um, Blake Griffin for that matter. Um, and you got recruited LaMarcus by Aldridge guy. went Mar- through like potential career ending heart yeah. issue to, and returned. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because of this generational point guard that's that's on the team. And now he is like, he's pulling this shit. And uh, man, it's just like, it's, I I guess that's selfish of me. I, I mean, I'm going back and forth on this, but like, I guess that's selfish of me because like, you know, I mean, it, it's not up to him to to help them make their grown ass adult decisions. But um, man, like I, I thought they were, they had a thing they were trying to do here, which is win a championship in, in Brooklyn uh with you know three like future hall of fame players and then um now he wants to pull this i mean it's just like schizophrenic's the wrong word but he's um i mean what's that condition where you just kind of like jump from one thing to the next i guess i thought that was schizophrenia but i don't know um yeah i mean he's he's on some shit man like because uh there's a lot of times where uh there's been a few, there's been plenty of times where he is taking a stand for something and it's like, all right, man, like good on you, you know, but there's plenty of times where he is on some, like, I am 13 and this is deep type <laughs> shit. Like I just stayed up all night and read, uh, and fucking watch YouTube videos and read Instagram posts and like, I'm doing my own research type shit. Yes. And, um, you know, this is one of those times where like this man is just like flat out wrong, you know, like, uh, um, nah, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's been, uh, kind of, uh, <laughs> them, the, the flat earth joke got me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just nuts though, because, um, a lot of these players, have been kind of being like well you know it's a personal issue and blah blah and it's like no it's not a personal issue (laughs) it's like yo what did you do specifically to bring about COVID-19 global pandemic did you do something personally no I don't think you did right it just happened to all of us so we have to all do something together to to beat it and it's like i can't even believe we're like in this moment right now like as a yeah. society with normal like, humans let bruh, alone uh, like the nba players yeah like man you, exactly like the nba is like 90% plus vaccinated and we got a few players in here that were that um you know they're dealing with like andrew wiggins got the vaccine and all that but um but still, like, I just can't believe as a as a society we're at this point because it's like, bro, we we got vaccinated to go to public school. If you went to public yeah. school and I'm sure <laughs> some private schools or whatever school you went to, you probably had to take some vaccinations. Uh, I mean, the fact that this this is even a debate is uh, is troublesome. 
it, and, it's um, weird yeah it's weird when you put it like that like there's people walking around who like pre-pandemic already had like 10 vaccines and they were putting in them from like birth or from childhood and they're like oh, i'm not gonna take this one though no no thanks it's <laughs> like damn yeah. bro yeah, and then they're like, there's microchips in the vaccine. They're trying to track you, like, sent from my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, come on, man. Um, um, but, yeah, he, he. Um, I don't know if you saw the Shams, uh, the Shams bomb uh, in the tonight. last, uh, I think it was, like, yesterday, maybe, or maybe oh. today, um, which is irrelevant to all you listeners because yeah. we don't exist in time. Time is a um, flat earth. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Shams tweeted out that uh Kyrie's reasoning finally it's like uh it's like world premiere of like the new Backstreet Boys video or some (laughs) shit on TRL. Like finally we get an explanation uh for his reasoning, which is he is trying to like uh he's sitting out in protest essentially for like workers who would lose their jobs uh, or have been losing their jobs due to like vaccine mandates. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like absolutely ridiculous, man. (laughs) It's absolutely ridiculous. Like what about the near million people if, uh, who died from this virus? And if you were really about that, how come Shams is saying it and not you didn't say it yourself, like in the myriad of interviews he did for like uh, media day and shit like that. Like, come on. I think that is basically when I saw that, I was like, he's going to get the vaccine. You know what I mean? Like if he's purposefully saying like, it's kind of like when he did the flat earth thing. And then finally he was like, well, I never actually thought that, you know, it's it's more of like a social experience. Experiment kind of thing. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Um, yeah, man, it's it's he, nuts. He is walking a real tight rope here. Like he he keeps saying like things like, I'm not necessarily anti-vaccine. I just don't like people being mandated a vaccine. And it's like, well, when you understand what a vaccine is and what it does for you know all of humanity, then you have to be pro-vaccine. Like that's it. There's no like gray area there. And he's trying to like fit into this gray area. And it's a real it's a real real weird place to be it's real trolly there is one name that if he said if he compares himself to this person i'm going to like fully go all hate on Kyrie. and it's if he says the, the name colin kaepernick and compares himself to colin kaepernick i'm i'm done like that's it like, no i, I yeah, I'm, over, I, I'm over Kyrie at that point yeah i don't like, I think uh that he would i i feel like that's mainly coming from people who are like lying in wait like to just hate you know what I mean? Like, uh, he can't equate what th- this and that. It's like entirely different things. And um, I, I recommend anybody go and read uh, the blog post that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did. Um, oh, it was amazing. Yeah, we we tweeted it out from our Twitter, and uh, he this is he wasn't even really talking too much about Kyrie. He was mainly talking about Wiggins, but he he lays it all out there. Just just go read that, and also go get the fucking vaccine. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it should be clear now that you've listened to this point that uh, we are pro vaccine. It, it's not a debate. Like uh, it's it's ridiculous, man. I'm like pro medicine. Like it's uh it's got a really pretty good track record, like since invention. You know what I mean? Like uh like people forget like the original medicine was like a bucket. Like I you know, it was uh it was <laughs> it's like whiskey. It was, 
Yeah, <laughs> it was whiskey, um, probably. And, and whiskey, by the way, is still around. Now it's just a fun thing to do as opposed to medicine. So, and now we uh, don't give it to kids. Yeah, now it's not for toothaches. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I just I was really hoping like he didn't uh, that he wasn't going to inflate it. Well, I mean, he still might might inflate it into like a personal freedoms type thing, but it kind of is there, right? Like he's, he's kind of saying like people shouldn't be fired um, for not having the vaccine. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm going to not play or I'm not going to get vaccinated uh, to be a voice for the voiceless. And ugh, it's, 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 that's gross, bro. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's just stupid. Like, because what about, what about everybody else's personal freedom? I would like right. to go out and not be at risk to catch a fucking one, one of a kind, like, uh, virus that has changed the world like this I, I don't even want no i don't want no parts of that shit i should be free to be able to go out into the world and shit to not have to worry about that and like how do we do that we have to do it together you know it's like uh it's more than about it's not a personal decision it's the exact opposite it couldn't be a more not personal decision like <laughs> because it's sure fine make your decision like don't get the vaccine right fucking now you're going to be able to pass that shit to to other people and now you're putting everyone around you at risk because my my personal freedoms you know meanwhile uh whatever your reasons for thinking the vaccine is sus are are you doing completely like uh, you're telling me you're not doing not one other sus thing in your life? Like you probably use alcohol or tobacco. You're probably vaping some weird shit or do who knows what the fuck you're doing? Like, just get the fucking vaccine, man. Yeah, he, he keeps uh, he keeps masking um, the fact like in all of his little his speeches like tonight. He he went on Instagram live and made a little made a little speech about it and everything. Um and it was um, the one thing he doesn't really touch on, like, because it'll make him sound crazy. And I wonder if, like, his his attorney or his agent tells him not to say it. But, like, I think he does believe in the crazy conspiracy theories. He, he just never actually, like, makes it a point to say that. He just says, I have my doubts. And I have my doubts is doing, like, a lot of heavy lifting. That means he's watching the YouTube videos. Uh. Yeah, it means Alex Jones is probably getting to him or something. I don't know. I don't know what the... <laughs> But um, yeah, he he's he's masking. He he doesn't touch on where his beliefs come from, and none of none of them really do. None of the anti-vax people really do. But um, I mean, Kyrie's kind of taking center stage for them at this point. Yeah, man. If it was any other issue that wasn't like a public health issue, yeah. then I would be like, have have a ball, man. Like, yeah. uh, send me the links, bro. Like, I want to <laughs> I want to blaze one and watch all the shit too, and just be like, whoa, man. Like, um, but because it's like a, a public health issue, it is something that can impact their actual chances to win the championship. Like yeah. he, you know, and um. So it's it's just a crazy card to to pull. But the funny part is, you know, I think we both feel like he's ultimately going to get the vaccine in place. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's like, man, why he got to be trolling, man? Like it it uh, <laughs> it minimizes when he does good things because yes. it's like he's doing these things that are just silly and, um, you know, kind of a, a peek into into who he is and uh, if this is the what he wants us to see of him then uh you know 
I'm willing to bet, like you said, he probably really is into um, a lot of the misinformation and nonsense that's out there. I think for sure he is. And um, I mean, yeah, it sucks too, because the good things he does off the court, the charity stuff, it's amazing. Like he paid for like, I think nine different students to go like fully pay their tuition to go to like um, uh, HBCUs, historically black uh, colleges and universities. Yeah. He does so, a lot like, of cool shit. He does great stuff off the court, but like, then he'll just do the, this thing. And you're like, fuck man, you, you lost me again. Like I, I can almost forgive like what he did in Boston uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, um, if if this wasn't a basketball podcast, you know, and yeah. this was a like uh just regular dude podcast where we just talk about regular dudes, then it would be like, man, what an interesting, boring. what an interesting dude though, and just like whatever. But True. um, you know, I think that he has the best handle of all time. I think that Kyrie is oh, yeah. the best dribbler that i've ever seen and, and then his finishing at the at the rim is absolutely insane it's like uh it's like uh honey shrunk the kids version of manu ginobili like <laughs> he's just a little smaller but he's doing all these like circus layups and shit uh it, i would love to have that dude on my team from a basketball standpoint and then when you throw all this stuff into it uh, especially this one right here that is currently happening. Um, I, w- I would already want him gone, you know, and they haven't even really done anything yet, you know? Yeah, you know, Boston fans laughed at Cleveland when uh, when they lost him to us in that trade. Um, and then uh, Nets fans laughed at Boston when they were like, oh, and now, now we got your boy, you know what I mean? But it's like, Man, he's and now he's right back to like just trying to damage another team and just making something about him again. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh hopefully hopefully he gets a shot and he plays. Um thankfully for them, uh they have James Harden, Kevin Durant. So I think they'll be okay, like yeah. um without him, but it certainly changes the ceiling of that team, like where they could have been like historically great with him. And um if they were to have to play this season without him and it was because of this or something, you know, um uh it is it is ridiculous. Like if I was a Nets fan, I would be salty. If I was Kevin yes. Durant, I would be salty. Uh if I was anyone on that team, I would be salty as all hell. I'm kind of thinking that those two will try to talk reason into him. But then when I think about that, I'm like, are those really two uh, are those the two voices of reason you really want to be trying to convince you uh to get vaccinated or something? But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but it's unbelievable. But props to the Nets, like uh, management, for deciding, like, no, like we're not, we're not fucking with this. Right. Like, you, you either get the shot and you can come practice with us, or you ain't gonna be here. Period. Um, yeah, a lot of money they're 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 blowing on him though. But yeah, no, I I, I feel you. Yeah, and it's uh it's like a team, it's like a general team thing too. It's like, bro, you're you're letting down your teammates. Like uh you you're gonna have to have a hell of a PowerPoint presentation to get them <laughs> to like r- rally for your cause or whatever, because right now you just look like an ass, you know. 
I think uh, I think the kids today don't call it a PowerPoint presentation anymore. I think that I yeah. think you're officially yeah, whatever y'all man. use. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm washed. I'm been washed. I think you have to call them slides. I think is what they call them. As a matter of fact. So. Oh well, that's that sounds even older. That sounds Does even it? more washed. Yeah, okay. like, uh, like I now present you my slideshow. You know, <laughs> like uh, on my slide projector. Um, this is my vacation to the Poconos. But yeah, uh, some people have thrown out like, uh, if shit hits the fan and all else fails. Just trade Ben Simmons for Kyrie, which would be absolutely be hilarious. An awesome trade. Yeah. It it would be pretty funny, but I don't see that happening because uh, that's a little too close for comfort for me for both of those situations. Um, yeah, it's two teams. Well, it's two teams in the same division. They still have to face each other um, in the uh, at least four times a year. Um, and then in... Um, and then they're in the same conference too. Well, obviously same division, same conference, but yeah. So they may have to face each other in the playoffs. It doesn't necessarily, it's, it's, it seems like a nice one-to-one trade basically. So it's, it's kind of pointless for both, except it would solve the problem of Ben Simmons doesn't want to be in Philadelphia and Kyrie doesn't want to be anywhere where he is. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to be on a spherical earth. <laughs> Whatever team he's on, he doesn't want to be on that team. That's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they the teams would have to be absolutely like both of them would have to be absolutely desperate for that to happen. Uh mainly because of Kyrie. I don't I don't know if they would have a lot of leverage in trying to move him. Not that that's even something that's being discussed or whatever, but like I think Kyrie is on like a possible like surprise retirement watch. You know, where he's done so many ridiculous things and he has shown that uh, he doesn't view he he's not like basketball and his NBA career is not the biggest thing to him, which is fine. But uh, I think he doesn't have like that high of a trade value because of all of this stuff, you know, um, slash low key. This man could like, like surprise retire early at some point at any time. If something happens that he don't like. uh, Yeah, I would say I would normally agree with you, but he literally tonight on Instagram, I think, said he's not he's he's not considering retirement at all. So I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think I don't think he would do it over this. But I'm I'm just saying, like, uh, if I'm like if I'm a team and he's always a flight risk, if that's what you're saying. Yeah, he he can retire at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. He's a wild card. Yeah, if I'm like a team who wants to pull uh like a Kawhi situation where it's like I don't care if you don't want to be here, you're gonna come here and play for us for we're gonna rent you basically. Yeah. Um if they if they wanna try that with Kyrie, I would be like probably nah, because I you can't <laughs> you can't take a risk like that on him because he's a risky guy to have on your team. Cause if one yeah. he's he's high risk, uh, high reward. Man, I just think like, uh, man, I, sometimes when when a decision like what he has is in front of him, um, like, is he going to be an old at? Well, if he keeps not not getting the vaccine, he'll never be an old man. But like, do you think like one day he'll be like an old man looking back on it? Like, man, I, I used up all my good basketball playing years, uh, not making a shitload of money, uh, not enjoying myself at all. Just like taking this vaccine thing, uh, this vaccine mandate thing way too seriously. Well, yeah, that's like worst case scenario, but I will, he's got right. the shitload of money thing already. 
uh, for sure. But I would, I would say uh, that's like absolute worst case. If he doesn't get the shot and this ends it all, you know, um, but already though, safely without anything different happening. Uh, I think if, if there's a world where, like grandpa Kyrie is like just you know he's dozing off for a nap uh he might have a lot of like cringe ass memories of like shit that he said where he's just like god damn it why did I say that shit like (laughs) yeah he's gonna be grizzled as hell just looking back and thinking about just having nightmares about who he was like you know in his and you know when he was high school, Kyrie basically. So yeah. yeah, or he's teaching his kids about the flat Earth, and he's and he's just reminiscing like I was exactly right like the whole time. Oh, you think he's <laughs> gonna just double down the older it gets? That's funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a possibility. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that whole situation is is wild. Um, but and- I think both of those team situations leave it wide open for our two teams, basically. Is uh, so I don't really care about their issues. Yeah, no, that 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 is true. Uh, it it certainly is favorable to the Celtics and the Miami Heat uh, that there's drama going down with the Nets and the Sixers. Uh, that's great uh, from Heat fan perspective and Celtics fan perspective. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking up at the you know the top three teams in the East last year, two of them are in turmoil. One of them won the championship, so you're like, okay, well, you know, to get into the top three, I'm really kind of instead of competing against all three of them, I have uh, two less teams to really compete with. I mean, you still 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 beat them, but like you know, that's two teams that you may have an easier time with, you know, whether they make the playoffs or not. So, which they will, but yeah, that's uh. That's something that I've been thinking about lately. Um, You mentioned the team that won the championship, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I think something about number one, just being the Bucks and uh, and then having Giannis that he still seems young and stuff. Um, I haven't you don't hear them talked about. You might as well have you might as well count them out for the fucking championship the way the the media is like because it's all like the nets the nets are almost certainly gonna win and if they don't it's probably the lakers like if all i watch is like national shit that's the that's what i would probably think and um meanwhile you know uh Giannis is on some like shack level shit and the the bucks are just humming along business as usual um I I am scared of the Bucks. Like I think yeah. uh I think winning the title, I don't see them as a team to like win and then get all soft because they won and they're and they're good. Like nah, like I I, I still see them as a as the team to beat, you know. Yeah, if they if they don't win the championship this year, um it won't be because of some like internal thing where they like uh, they weren't mentally all there. Like they'll, they'll be, you know, if, if they lose and they don't make it to the finals or something like that, like they'll, it'll be like in a game seven series. Like it's going to take a lot to like knock them out if any yeah. team is able to. So. Yeah. And just, just on some old school shit too, like uh, on some respect shit and just the way it really is. Uh, they're the champs. They're the champs, yeah. and uh, someone has to unseat them. And uh, with Giannis there, it's not like they're they're getting weaker. Like 
like this dude is is this dude looked like he wasn't even going to come back for, uh, into the playoffs and, and we probably wouldn't even see him play basketball until like around now. And he came back as a, the best version of himself that we've yeah. ever seen ever. Yeah. Uh, so good, you know, who knows what he's got in the bag uh, after a whole summer, like uh, to, to work on stuff. Um, he's just getting better and better. So um, I think the Bucks have been getting kind of discounted, and uh, they're to me. I think they're the favorites still. Yeah, they, they have to be. They don't have none of the drama going on. Uh, if you look at the Suns, who made it to the finals, they kind of have a little drama right now with Aiton. Uh, he's, yeah. he's due for an extension, and they they don't want to give it to him, and it's getting like uh, it's spilling out into the public. You know, like I shouldn't even know about that, but I do. So that's not good, you know. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what the deal with that is. I wonder if they're just trying to like find a way to have room for Chris Paul's giant contract, or if they're maybe they want to add a piece or something. But yeah, that's that's a weird thing going on there, in Phoenix. Which uh, I, I mean, obviously it's not as much drama as everything else we've been talking about, but still, they are a team that like you know they're still in win now mode. So. And if I'm Giannis and I'm looking at, all right, who are the, like the real potential threats? Um, I feel pretty good. I still yeah, feel yeah. fantastic yeah. about my chances because of all these things we've been talking about. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for, for this season to start. Um, what's What's been going down in Celtics land? I mean, preseason looks great. Um, I think the biggest news out of preseason, I guess, I mean, you, I mean, besides all the, the many little tiny, you know, singles that, uh, that's that Brad, uh, Brad Stevens has been hitting with the free and free agency and everything, uh, little trades, getting Josh Richardson and all that stuff. Um, I'm actually very excited about like uh, a rookie from two seasons ago that they got Romeo Langford, uh, just in the preseason, he's been like showing like a lot of promise. Like he's, he came out of, I think it was Ohio and like, he had that like wrist issue. I mean, not to get, not to get too off in the weeds, but yeah, like a wrist issue and it was affecting his shot for basically two seasons. And now he's like kind of finally over it and showing out and everything. So um, yeah, I'm excited for like the rookies that don't normally get playing time on the Celtics, but I forget that like Danny Ainge uh, stole them in like a really good trade with Bro- well, It was uh, Brooklyn at the time. Uh, you know what I mean? Like there's still these like, you know, residual draft picks that like we still haven't seen yet. So they get time to play in these preseason games and you know, that just gets exciting. So that's cool. Yeah. And then yeah. um first year coach and everything, that's exciting. And very uh, excited for Eme. Yeah. No, he's um I, I think I he's great. I mean, I just his uh his resume kind of speaks for itself. Um and plus just knowing he's played or he's coached, I'm sorry, uh, you know, Tatum. Uh, smart and brown i mean that's uh that goes a long yeah. way so it's got to feel good too that it's a lot harder to make fun of him than it is to make fun of brad stevens you know what i mean oh yeah like, yeah like uh like as a heat fan i love spolstra but the man is very make funnable you know he uh <laughs> not not the smoothest guy out there um i don't i, don't, I never heard about this so what's the deal like wh- wh- why do they make fun of eric spolstra no, I mean nobody really makes fun of him that hard because because oh. uh, he's awesome. But um, you know he's he's kind of a dork. You know he's kind yeah. of a dork. He's kind of a uh, uh, when the camera's on him, he he makes a lot of funny faces, man, because he's like deep in thought over there on the sideline. Okay, um, 
but uh but no so, but suppose suppose a smooth dude uh, i can't even hate um yeah he's not like the the mick ultra brown khakis of uh of coaching that uh that Brad Stevens but does. yeah but yeah he's he's kind of a dork in his own way i'll say that much i'll say that much okay um but he's he's our dork and uh the the gms voted him two years in a row like the the best coach in the nba so props props to you spo because mm. uh, i know you're listening uh, avidly every episode <laughs> uh he actually wanted to correct you okay he just saw a uh, text on the fly uh from uh from your coach and uh he wanted to tell you that the kids don't say powerpoint presentations anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's also like fuck you you just called me a dork yeah <laughs> oh um but yeah uh He's uh, looking spolstra-y as ever, and um, I'm super excited with uh, this roster that the Heat have. He's doing a new offense. It's clearly different, and uh, it doesn't seem like there's as much like dribble handoffs and, and stuff like that. And uh, it, it's cool having Lowry on board, but... The the preseason has kind of blown me away because I don't even really care about um the the starters minutes and shit. Like I'm I'm out here rooting for like Micah Potter, who's like a, <laughs> a guy who's probably going to end up on the Sioux Falls Sky Force. You know what I mean? Um, but some of these guys on the Heat have been really fun. Like they, uh, I think after they were three and zero, they were the only undefeated team. And they're playing the the these G leaguers like heavy minutes, and uh, the last two preseason games they've played, they they could have lost. Like the game was uh, was in contention, you know. And uh, the, all the starters and anybody who you would would recognize in a Heat jersey is now on the bench. And these guys have gone out there and uh, and won these games. It's been too much. Um, probably won't get a get a chance to see them too much during the season but it, it like you said it's fun to see like the guys in development that that the teams have like down the pipeline that you might see in a regular season game like uh later in the year or next year you know yeah it's the thing about preseason is like uh some of those guys you may that's maybe the only time you're ever seeing them like on on television at all unless you actually like you said watch uh g league games or watch like china games or something like that like that's the some of those guys that you see get in and get minutes like in the late late in the fourth quarter like that's the only time you'll ever see them on national tv at all yeah so if yeah. that was like someone you were yeah, following wow. yeah well yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got a little sad there for a second yeah for real man damn the fragility of uh nba screen time the human condition yeah shit, <laughs> dude. screen time NBA is deep, man. We're getting into like pandemics and shit, and like uh, NBA is deep. Love the NBA. Seventy fifth uh, anniversary this year. Yeah, hell yeah, fucking go. Uh, fucking that go. NBA Lane thing is pretty cute. Y'all should check that out. Uh, it's a thing they're doing for the seventy fifth anniversary. I've only seen the first little commercial they put out but uh going with michael it, b jordan pretty, yeah yeah it's it's highly enjoyable it hit me right in my basketball feelings uh it was oddly cool. enough the actual michael jordan not uh not not shown in the commercial yeah you know what i can't remember if he was there or not you know but i don't think he was in it 
But Michael B. Jordan is there. That's good. You know what I mean? We got him. We got him. <laughs> we got him. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan was technically in there. So he was? Okay. My bad. I guess I didn't see him. No, I'm saying Michael B. Jordan. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, no, but, that's good. That means um, like some some teams are celebrating uh, 75 years too, because like I think the Celtics are from the initial inception. Yeah, uh, the probably the Knicks. Yeah, like the Warriors. I think technically fall in there because they were like the Philadelphia Warriors or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. I think the uh, the special jerseys, at least one special jersey that uh, one alternate that each team is going to have this season like a combo of Jersey, all the jerseys they've ever had basically. And, uh, I think that's going to be pretty cool. Um, I found out about that recently. Um, so there, every team is going to have like a mashup Jersey, uh, made of old jerseys. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I, I wasn't getting what you meant there at first, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a new Jersey that is made of different parts of old jerseys, like not oh, physically, but in its design. Um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be kind of neat. Um, but yeah, y'all we're bike up in bike. here. Got some fun things planned. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna try some live streams. That'll be fun. Come say what's up. One week, uh, man. Yeah, basketball is upon us. Here we go. Get used to hearing us once again, all up in your life. Dropping our free balls all over wherever you want to get your podcast. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter uh, at FreeBallersPod. Talk some shit. We love that. Uh, We'll see y'all later. Bye.